Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Good day. Welcome to another Roma Press Podcast. We, well, no, we know you're doing well because the day after yesterday's result, Roma 1, Juve 0, the wine tastes better, the sun seems brighter, Andy, the, the air is more crisp and cleaner. It's just one of those times, any, any time, it doesn't matter when. You defeat Juve. Everything just tastes and feels a bit better. I'm I'm still trying to calm down my emotions from yesterday evening. Before we get into that, as always, thank you, our wonderful patrons over at Patreon. If you would like to gain early access to episodes, extra episodes, post-match reaction episodes, and more, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. All right, where where do we even start with that one, Andy? Do we start with the latest, which is uh, Juventini crying about Paolo Dybala, celebrating with his new team uh, against the club that gave to him a renewal, then reneged on the, uh, on the renewal, uh, took it away from him, and then presented him with a new renewal uh, worth half the value as the previous one? Do we start there? Do we start with... Uh, Moise Kane going full MMA on uh, Gianluca Macini and seeing some very galaxy and smooth brain uh, tweets and takes from uh, not only Twitter, you can always count on good things coming from Twitter, but even on the zone, Sky Sport, the the pundits, some of uh, some more so than others. I'm sure if if you watch Italian television, you probably can understand who I am referring to do we go to that first where, where do you want to start do we start with Jose Mourinho uh, starting without a number nine like where where do we even begin because there's so much good stuff to get to well I think uh, a good point would be to begin before the match even begun which is after Cremonese you know the feeling was we're dead in the water you lose to Cremonese you're facing a packed schedule against, you know, a series of, of of tricky, difficult teams, including Juventus, including Lazio. You just lost to Cremonese, the worst team in the league. What can happen next? And I think that's the that's where it all begins. Is how does this Roma pick itself up? after a humiliating defeat in Cremona. Uh, and then they move on into what is arguably a, a must-win game 
for Roma. If they want to stay where they are, if they want to compete for they want for what they've been trying to compete yes. all season long, this I was a must-win game. I would say too, it became even more so a must-win match when we saw Milan Atalanta drop points. Yeah. I, I mean that just seemed to 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 heighten the importance of it. Of course. Of course. And you saw you saw well then you saw Lazio uh get get a win a surprise win in, against Napoli you saw yeah. you saw Inter get a win so on one hand you had teams dropping points on another hand you had opponents that were running away with it and uh and and it just the, the importance of this game for me it was it was unbelievable to see once again that complete transition that complete change of attitude mentality display whatever you want to call it Going from Tuesday to to to, to Sunday. I mean, it, it just it blows my mind what can happen in just a few days, similarly to what happened before when when Roma faced Salzburg and then went on to to lose to Cremonese. That this team was able to rally around, uh, as Mourinho said after the match, this team suffered for three days. The fact that they couldn't play for three days after that humiliating defeat, they couldn't set the record straight was nagging them and I think that was visible yesterday I thought not only was that that tactical adjustment that Mourinho did and I, I thought it was a surprise complete surprise to me to see why Naldum get a second consecutive start um you know I, this is a guy who up until what four weeks ago was 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 still not being called up maybe was being called up just to just to be a, a, a friendly face on the on the bench but besides that wasn't getting much playing time and all of a sudden he's getting you know starting minutes against Juventus who mind you were in a pretty good run you know the Juve despite all of this all yes. of this uh, stuff happening around them and the 15 points deduction and whatnot they've been they've been um they've been doing well all things considered and i i i, I tip my hat even to 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 allegri who any i i think any other coach would have probably walked away by now because it has to be really difficult to 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 keep everybody motivated when you're facing the the standings, the position in the standings that they are facing, but by this I mean that this was no no walk in the park, and and that's why I thought that the Mourinho's decision to sort of to say to hell with it, you know, the strikers are not scoring, I'm not gonna play them, I'm gonna come up with something different, and and uh, and these guys once again they puzzle us, they puzzle us because we think we figured them out. We think we, yes. we, you know, just like when we won against Salzburg, we thought we were on top of the world. The same way against Cremonese, we thought we that that was it. I was saying myself that if if you make another mistake, it's finito. Season's over. You know, in in terms of competing for Champions League, it's done. And then they go out there, and I'm not saying they put on the greatest show on earth because it wasn't the greatest show on earth. But it was exactly the type of game you needed against Juventus. And it's exactly the type of game that I saw Juventus have against us for so many years and get away with it time and time again. And uh, and that really left such a bitter taste in my mouth that when I saw Roma walk out of 
the Olympico last night. When the when that when finally that extra time that ninety six minute came around, and I thought to myself, my goodness, it really happened. I, I I just I just felt like I had gotten used to seeing that result go the other way around, and uh, and that's why yesterday felt so surreal because of the build up with with the Cremonese loss in the background, and because of the the outcome that was so predictable on one end of the pitch you know with Juve getting that 1-0 win and then going back home celebrating all the Italian media going crazy for them instead no this time it's Roma it's a a wonder strike by Gianluca Mancini of all people I mean come on is is that a fairy tale or something and and that's what this Roma team has been all about this season it it just they completely subvert our expectations they are impossible to pin down it, it's impossible to to make an objective statement that that completely describes what this team is about yeah you're completely correct first though i i, I want to talk about the thing you said about uh, about juve allegri this match had roma lost andy and had uh, if the points are restored to Juve on appeal, I mean, that would have been a double blow last night, so to speak. You would have had the one-two, and then you also would have lost uh, this extra match that would have uh, handed to them an extra three points on a direct head-to-head. So should those points be restored? I mean, you, as Roma, you would have been absolutely screwed. Absolutely screwed. So... Uh, it was critical not to lose last night. I, I, I didn't. I wasn't going into that saying, "Oh, they they are definitely going to win." But as you said, this past week, look no further as to why this club, why we love them, but also why they frustrate us, and also why at times you just want to, you know, grab them by the shoulders and just shake all of them. There is only one certainty in life, and it's going to be that all of us uh, 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 pass away at some point. But I, I can say definitively that being exposed to Roma long term is going to put us on the pyre a lot sooner than most who, who don't have to be exposed to this. However, this is what makes it fun, I suppose. I, you know, one in one. In one match in the same week, Roma go out and they lose to a team, Andy, that had not won a single league match the entire season. All season, zero league victories. And then in the span of what, 72 hours, 96 hours, they go out, they win against Juve, they obtain an important result. And I have to say... When I saw Atalanta and Milan drop points ahead of the match, I thought to myself, that was already sort of uh, condemning Roma for this one. I, I, I thought that was like the, the, the first ingredient of the, uh, uh, of the purge that uh, we would expect, that Roma, they would go out and they, they would either draw in some heartbreaking fashion or they would lose in some heartbreaking fashion. However, they do the exact opposite. The thing I don't really understand, Andy, and, and I suppose this is, this is the thing that probably uh, keeps Jose Mourinho awake at night, 
is how you juxtapose these two performances, these two results, Cremonese, Juve, same week, same group of players. How much turnover was there? Only, only a couple of guys, if I recall correctly. You had Zalewski. He didn't start against Cremonese, or did he? I thought it was Karsdorp. Whatever. No, no, it, 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 was, uh, it was Zalewski. Okay, so for, for all intents and purposes, more or less the exact same team. Safe for Smalling, how, yeah, safe for Smalling. Yes, exa- right. Smalling suspended against Cremonese. How do you make sense of this? Because at the end of the day, this uh, this is going That's to be the, the million thing that dollar just... question right there. I mean, <laughs> but but I uh, but the thing that is most puzzling is it, it's not even it, it's not even the technical the tactical aspects that most you know frustrate me. It's it's the attitude, and you compare that attitude last night to the one against Cremonese. It, it, it is shocking to me that this is the same group of players, the same guys. You would have thought it was like attack of. Uh, the body snatchers. How, how that team is capable of doing that within the span of just a few days is so confusing to me. And yet, after last night, you can't help but applaud them. And this just comes, you know, days after we wanted to strangle them to death, all of them. So <laughs> I, I, I guess at the end of the day, I find myself thinking, who is the real Roma? I, I would like to think it's perhaps somewhere in between. Um, but when you compare the Roma, when they are on and uh, fully immersed in giving their everything in the match, I, like I think of, for instance, a match against Inter winning away this season, they're capable of that, Andy, yet in the same breath, in the same week, in the same span of just a few days, they are also capable of losing to Cremonese, dropping points to uh, uh, Bologna. I, I don't understand any of this. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's uh, it's a mind, it's mind-boggling. It's but it, that's, I think that's the answer right there. It's it's both. It's both. This this team. I said it. I said it when when we lost to Cremonese. That's it. That's that's the perfect image. You go and you have this wonderful, exciting Europa League night where you come back from a one-goal deficit against Salzburg. You advance to the next round of the Europa League. There is all this positive energy around you. There is this great momentum. And then you go into this Cremonese game. You can get second place by winning and you don't win. And that's and that's what this team is all about. It's these ups and downs that are completely, you know, uh, impossible to explain. I think that we may get somewhere if we try to think that maybe this is a team that really is all about um, meeting the moment you know when the moment needs it when the opponent demands it when the pressure is on then they show up i I think cremonese the pressure didn't get to them i don't know why because it got to us we all knew why it was so important for this team to show up show out you know win in a convincing fashion and then get second place and feel better about yourself with with this tough schedule ahead of you. Instead, they make life difficult for themselves. And, and that's the question, is why? Why does it happen? Even with Mourinho, even Mourinho didn't know how to answer this question. When they asked him about the change of attitude in his post-match press conference, 
to an extent, he was at a loss for words. Now, that's obviously Mourinho at a loss for words, which is not exactly the kind of guy who is at a loss for words. And he came up with something like, I think perhaps this has something to do with the club's DNA. There are some things that you can change. Some other things are more mm. difficult to change. Um, there are, you know, all I can say is that these players felt really, really bad after losing to Cremonese. And I think that's the that's the gist of it. That's This is a team that, you know, is not super. We've said it many times. Uh, compared to a team like Juventus, they're, they're not better than Juventus. Uh, so whenever they have to face a situation that is, I think, bigger than them, greater than them, they come come up good. And they, they, they really put in all the effort in the world. And most of the time, they convince us one way or another. Even if, it's, even if they lose, they still convince us. Say, even if you lost to, to Atalanta, remember in that game where Atalanta get one shot, one goal, whereas you... You know, you yeah, forty five shots so yeah. much. It seemed like in that game it was Roma where the Atalanta in, in that match, and and they still they still find ways to convince you against Milan, right? That comeback, that comeback that makes you believe that this team is 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 all about it. Is that has something that they have something to say? Uh, that's the tricky part. Is emotionally it's it's so unstable i mean had they lost last night the way that juve lost we'd have we you would have been crushed you know i mean i i wouldn't have been able to say more than a few lines on here um nobody would be excited to talk about this team the the whole enthusiasm would have been gone it would have been very deflating Instead, they keep us going. They keep us on the edge of our seats. And I don't know if to bless them or curse them, but it's when it happens, when you when you have these moments, when you have this this one goal advantage over Juventus and you see Moise King get a red card and Mancini score in a wonder strike, things that don't happen very often, things that maybe shouldn't have happened, but they go in your favor, that you, you feel great and it's great fun. Um, and you wish for more. That's the danger of it, is that you wish for more. I think yesterday is all about this the right mix between tactical adjustments, the, the, the fact that Mourinho, I think, made a great decision to switch things up, make it a bit more unpredictable, also match up Juve's physicality. You know, Juventus play with a lot of midfielders, even someone like Kostic, who is more of a winger, He's he plays as a midfielder. There is they have so many bodies there. They're a strong team. Adrian Rabiot is surprisingly good, probably because he knows that at the end of the season his mama is gonna Contrata secure yes. a new contract elsewhere. Unique. Yes, <laughs> my favorite. Um, and, but so that was a great uh, thought to match their physicality by putting on Wijnaldum, having him. You know, that's what you br- brought him out for is you want Wijnaldum to get into the rhythm. You want him to become the, the player that plays these kinds of matches. I don't care if Wijnaldum plays against Sassuolo. I want to see Wijnaldum play against Juventus, you know. That's what we sign him for. That's This is the man 
who won the Champions League with with Liverpool, who's there, who's this, you know, he, let's not forget he was our second sort of marquee signing of this, of the summer. So let him cook, right? That's the phrase that everybody now uses. Yes, let him cook. Yes, I want to see Wijnaldum cook. cook. And but so that's a great mix of that of tactical adjustments in the face of a team of a Juve team that was getting into a certain rhythm that was on a good roll and 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 I think were more than capable than of beating us last night um and then the attitude the attitude that overnight changed you saw the same players but basically reinvigorated uh, with a sense of sacrifice that wasn't there against Cremonese maybe because the pressure Offensively speaking, the pressure was off them. This was yesterday was all uh, more about, as I said, matching up the physicality, shutting down the passing lanes, um, limiting the Juve's counterattacks. So I thought that was it. The, the That balance between attitude and tactics, you, you win it. That's how you win it. And I think that's why Roma have won in convincing fashion, even the games where you can say, oh, well, they didn't play too well. But but at the end of the day, did they deserve it? I think so. I think so. Even even right. if, if Juve had, you know, uh, got, a, got hit the post, even if maybe they had more shots on goal, there was something about Roma last night that made you go, okay, I see you, that... that that's that's them. They handle their business, and and perhaps that's why they're. It's so infuriating to follow them this season because after all of that enthusiasm from the Conference League, we thought we'd see a finished product, or at least we thought we'd see something closer to a finished product. Whereas this team is once again a roller coaster, um, and, and when it goes your way, it's fun. And last night it went our way, and it was fun. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Yeah, it was. Um and two, beyond, I mean, beyond the overall change in attitude, when you drill it down into like the individual pieces within the team, I look no further than uh, Rui Patricio. Com- compare how he has played nearly the entire season to last night. I thought last night he was superb. I, I couldn't make the argument. A big, reason was... why you, a big reason why you won. Yes. I, I mean, I, in, unless you can recall one... Uh, a more obvious example, I would say that was by far his best performance of the season and without question, his best since uh, uh, the Conference League final uh, because all Definitely. season he has struggled. Definitely. Um, by the way, Chesney, he he did pretty good himself too. That, that was difficult to watch. I thought he was very good in his own regard. Um, I just look at that and I compare Rui Patricio one one match to the next in such a short span of time. I mean, even Pellegrini, Andy, I, he struggled the last few months. I didn't think he was particularly poor last night. I don't think he was great, but I just thought he was okay. I, when you take it from an individual point of view, you, you just get so frustrated. You know, how, how does Lorenzo Pellegrini do well against Juve but not Cremonese? How does Rui Patricio 
make those world-class saves last night against Juve, but he can't do it against a bunch of uh, 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 electricians from uh, Cremona. How? How how is that possible? And it is the most frustrating part of this team. Beyond that, too, because now you would like to think, but we've made this mistake in the past, that Roma, they use this as a a springboard to perhaps carry them to, to more important results. As you mentioned, Derby coming up. The race for top four now is, I mean, it's incredibly tight. You look at the table, and that's why I think last night was so crucial to win. You had Milan drop points, Atalanta drop points, but you had Lazio earn a very, very, very surprising victory. And should, and you mentioned this on the last podcast, by the way, can we put it, can we write it in blood that I think Juve are going to get those points back? Because you think so, right? I do. I, I have a feel. I have a feeling that it, it will, yeah, it will get, uh, it will go their way. Yeah, so, so do I. So now you look at the table, and let's just assume for the moment that they get those points back, and, and you see where things are at, and part of me says, okay, fantastic job, you beat Juventus, you, you set yourself up very nicely for a potential top four finish, but then I also think to myself, and I was about to post this on Patreon, is that match against Cremonese going to come back to bite them in the ass? Because as excited no, as I am... Roma, yes. <laughs> See, well, that's the thing. Like, as excited as I am for last night, I am also equally as frustrated that this team drops points to such inferior competition. So I guess moving forward into these next weeks, I don't know how to even predict, not not even predict correctly, even have a, a baseline understanding as to what you can realistically expect from Roma because we have Europa League coming up, Real Sociedad, and then Roma back to the league, home to Sassuolo, second leg against Real Sociedad, Derby, home to Sampdoria, away to Torino, takes us to the 8th of April. Very packed schedule, very difficult matches. Now, after the Derby, there is an international break, thankfully, so they will be able to gain uh, uh, gain some uh, rest underneath their legs. But this is still a very tough stretch. And this can go one, one of two ways. Now, March is typically when, as we say on here every season, typically when the death march begins. This is right around the time we are used to things collapsing. Uh, if I recall correctly, um... Paulo Fonseca, year one, this is right when it happened. Paulo Fonseca, year two, it's definitely when it happened. And then a month, uh, six weeks later, we find out Jose Mourinho is coming to Roma. So <laughs> this is the time where it, it's usually make or break. So I have a feeling in these next two to three weeks, this is your season, more or less. We will know definitively if they're going to you know, fight for Europa League if they are going to uh, have a realistic opportunity at finishing top four. Where are you coming out on this? What what are you expecting? Because I I have no idea because I can see both perspectives. I can easily see this thing collapsing and it, you know, uh, it it going full ambiente. We're talking about who the next manager is. Uh, Tiago Pinto, does he have to go? What do we, transfer market, all this garbage that, you know, 
from April until June, as if we don't get enough transfer market nonsense, uh, we find ourselves talking of it three months before it even officially opens. I'm not ready for that mentally. So I, I am praying to the the spirits, what to the uh, football gods that we don't have to do that. But I also just look at this past week, and, and, and it simply just reinforces that once you think you have this team figured out, you they they throw another uh, another curveball at you and just when you thought you started getting an understanding or gaining a better perspective on this team you just everything you've thought goes into the bin so what are you expecting then uh, it's uh, that's again the million dollar question because We've seen that it's been up and down, and honestly, if I had to pin it down, it, it would have to be a series of up and down games. Um, it's obviously the the margin of error right now is going to be minimal um, because it just when you look at those the, that table, the pressure is going to get to a lot of teams. I mean, you look at Inter; they're a nervous wreck whenever they play away. When they play at home, they basically they are undefeated. Um, whereas when they they play away, they look like a third-rate team. Uh, that will those those little things will manifest themselves even more clearly in the coming weeks. I think, I think honestly, these the 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 rest of this month is a must-win. I don't, you know, I would like to say that after winning against Juve, you are allowed to drop points here and there. No, to me, the, the month of March, before this international break that will last about two weeks, it has to be must win. Because we, we win all the remaining games until the international break, and then you start right after the international break. I believe our first game is with Sampdoria. So that's that's a very accessible match if you approach it correctly. If, big if, big, big, huge if. But that's, this team has to, at some point, they have to learn to to carry this momentum forward. You will not live long if you approach every game uh, individually and basically lose the plot from the, the previous one. You know, it's... Like like Mancini said, you see, you you're not gonna do with, uh, you're not gonna get the job done if you continue to to use ifs and buts in in your reasoning, and especially with this team, these guys, they've been through so much together. They love each other, they really do. I mean, they got at each other's backs. It's a, it's a wonderful, I think, blend of veterans and younger players, and it really works for. Honestly, I think this is one of the biggest uh, strengths of the, of this Roma team under Mourinho, and it, in the and why it's so different from previous versions is that this team is very, very tight, very, very close. You can clearly see it on and off the pitch; they're very, very close, and that has to be their strength. It has to be their strength. It has to be the difference maker, because. Um, you know, you only got what thirteen games left in the season. I think that's that's more or less the number. So, really, it's not that much if you think about it. It's we're we're entering the final final third uh, of of the season, and it's um and that's why it's so important to get that mindset right. You cannot have these these huge lapses in in, in judgment. 
You can't go from considering a game against Juventus must win to then considering the next league game against Sassuolo, uh, you know, a game that you can, yeah, you can get a draw. Maybe right. if you're lucky, you can get a win. No, it has to be must win. It has to be. The the approach must be the same. The intensity, the the sense of sacrifice. I don't, you know, it's because that then is, you know, some people look for entertainment. Some I understand. Some people want this team to be playing fast, the attractive football, and I I totally get it. For me, what I get my kicks out of is when I see these guys on the same page communicating really giving their all and you can see it i did not see that against cremonese i did not see that against cremonese in coppa italia i saw it last night it wasn't a great display it's not a game that i will return to and rewatch but it's it 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 left uh it, it made an impact and it i think it left a big message it, it sort of it says guys we're here we're together it's it's pretty clear that this team is very difficult ter- to tear apart uh, based on results. It's not like if they lose one game, they're gonna disappear the next one. It's so I want that. I want that consistency, and I think that's why this coming month has to be a must-win month. You cannot uh, risk of missing on any points. Doesn't matter if Lazio will face you with or without Ciro Immobile. It's, it doesn't matter if uh, if you get comfortable with Sassuolo. You cannot you cannot lose the momentum. You have to build it because then you have the international break, and everybody will get sluggish. Everybody will get so so. You are gonna have a nice nice start against Sampdoria, a nice accessible start. Uh, you're gonna be playing at home if if I'm not mistaken. So that's. That's what you want, honestly, and 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 that's what I expect is finally to have because, mind you, it was about right, right about this time last season that really things started to go to be set in motion, right? I think right. that this is, was this was the moment where we started to perceive this team differently last season. So why can't we perceive this team differently right about now? See this team take it take it upon themselves to put you know. To, to to carry the results forward, to carry the performances, to carry the momentum forward. Um, because if not now, when? The opponents are not going to wait for you. The, the, the Inter, Lazio, Milan, they may have small hiccups, but they're not going to slow down for you. And you cannot count on others' bad luck uh, in order to save yourself. You can't. You have Juve that, as we said, is running right behind you. Those 15 points... Hey, who knows? Maybe they're gonna get them back. So you you have to be the master of your own fate. This is what Roma have been running away from so many times over the years. That's been really their doom and gloom. That this this inability to be the masters of their own fate. They have always counted on others to screw up. This time around, you got a real chance. You you've put in very good performances. You've shown what you're capable of. So you gotta you, you know it's like that movie with uh, with Heath Ledger, A Knight's Tale, and he keeps saying, "I want to <laughs> change the stars. I want to change my stars." That's what Roma have to do. They have to change their stars. Let's end it there. Perfect way to end it. A Heath Ledger reference. I'm not going to add anything. There, I mean, the ideal way to, to end the podcast is with the Heath Ledger reference. We will be back 
after uh, Europa League against uh, Real Sociedad on Thursday. So we will chat with you sometime Friday. Until then, ciao. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.